I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. It's always super important to try and convert as many people to Doctor Who as possible, so that we always have a lot of new people to eventually disagree with. To these ends, we might find ourselves obliged to use a little bit of deceit to trick people into liking our favourite show. Well, deceit is a strong word. I prefer to phrase it as selectively choosing episodes which show Doctor Who in the best possible light, so we're going to ignore love and monsters right now, okay? So, when it comes to turning a friend into a Who fanatic, it's really more of an art form. It works best if you know what type of shows the person in question tends to like, so you you can cater your selection of Doctor Who episodes to their interests. Me personally, I would just say start with Rose, don't skip Nine, it's a great place to start. But here are some humble suggestions so that your conversion process can go as smoothly as possible. My name is Rich, welcome to Who Culture, and these are the 10 best Doctor Who episodes to encourage new fans. Number 10, City of Death. If you've got a friend who maybe has a sort of thing for Douglas Adams, then show them City of Death. It's got a great script written by the man himself, and it is chock full of those delightful witticisms Adams is known for. City of Death has a wonderful sense of humor that Tom Baker and Lala Ward take full advantage of. Speaking of Thor and Romana, their chemistry is at an all-time high. The whole adventure plays out as a fun-filled romp through Paris, and it's nearly impossible to resist its considerable charms. Extra points for an awesome villain and a note-perfect Da Vinci name drop. Leonardo, the paintings went down very well. Number 9. The Girl in the Fireplace So say you're trying to convert somebody to the show you love so dearly. It might be a bit of a hard sell to start them off with a Hartnell episode. I personally would definitely go with something from Tenant. Allons-y that has a lot more widespread appeal, The Girl in the Fireplace. It's got a lovely romantic storyline between the Doctor and Madame de Pompadour, and it's high production values who make them forget everything they've heard about Doctor Who having cheap special effects. Which it does, some of the time, we can't really avoid that, but best save that for when they're already hooked. Number 8. Tomb of the Cybermen This may not be the story that introduces the Cybermen overall, but it uses them more effectively than almost any other story. It's a classic base under siege story that has the Doctor and his crew exploring an abandoned tomb with a bunch of nefarious types. The relationship between the Doctor and Jamie is pitch perfect, and Victoria makes a delightful addition to the group. Patrick Troughton is firing on all cylinders here, from his banter with Klee to the subtly heartfelt conversation he has with Victoria about remembering his family. And the reveal of the Cybermen climbing out of their tombs was so eerie, so clinical that it's probably one of the most chilling moments in all of Classic Who. Fans can argue that this isn't the strongest story, but I think that it serves as a definitive serial of what Doctor Who is. 
Number seven, the Time Meddler. The Time Meddler is a great story for anyone who's got a bit of a thing for history. It's set in 1066 in the days prior to the Battle of Hastings, when the Norman invasion of Britain changed the cultural landscape forever. It features a fantastically eccentric villain in the meddling monk, who seems to like nothing better than to mess with the natural order of things. Through the exploits of the monk, the implications of trying to change fixed points in time are addressed. Never, never interfere with the course of history. And who says so? The serial also has some darker elements that are true to the time period as well. The scene where the scouts come across Edith have some seriously unpleasant, sinister undertones, especially for 1965 tea time viewing. Number six, The Empty Child and The Doctor Dances. The Empty Child and The Doctor Dances have a lot of things that should appeal to a lot of different people. Aside from being an all-round splendid story with a strong, sympathetic female lead, it has a fantastic World War II backdrop that will charm both history buffs and fans of BBC period dramas. There's also the whole matter of the gas mask monsters, which, for a family show, actually have some fairly gruesome body horror effects. Seriously, Dr. Constantine, you gave me nightmares growing up. So that shouldn't hurt your case with horror movie fans. The fact of the matter is, this story is tremendously popular because it ticks all the boxes for most people. Why should non-fans be any different? You want moves, bros? I'll give you moves. Number five, the Dalek invasion of Earth. Maybe your buddy really likes gritty science fiction, but all he thinks of when Doctor Who is mentioned are silly monsters and the neon bright costuming of the 1980s. So take him back to one of Hartnell's best serials, the Dalek invasion of Earth. Probably one of the bleakest stories the show has ever produced, it shows a future Earth after Daleks have taken over the planet. The small resistance forces are massively outgunned, outmanned, outnumbered, and outplanned, and are losing quickly. One glimpse of the nightmarish Robomen, a clear prototype for the Cybermen and the eerie sign warning against dumping bodies in the river and the supposed silliness of Doctor Who will be the furthest thing from their minds. Number four, The Seeds of Doom. The Seeds of Doom is the perfect remedy for those who claim classic Doctor Who is boring. It's got Tom Baker and his most action hero jumping through glass roofs and fighting off the baddies. It also features one of the creepiest monsters in the history of Doctor Who, the quite literal Seeds of Doom. The Seeds attach themselves to a host while they slowly mutate, and there's a palpable sense of horror when Sarah Jane is trapped in a room with one. The villain of the piece has a tendency to chew on the scenery a bit, but oddly enough, it doesn't really feel camp. You and your kind are nothing but parasites. This is one of the best early Tom Baker stories and it holds up remarkably well for modern audiences. Number three, Blink. Blink may not have the best rewatchability factor, but it's hard to deny that the first time you watch it, it's a near-perfect episode of Doctor Who. Although it doesn't feature the Doctor that heavily, it creates a sense of mystery around the character that will leave new viewers wanting more. Blink has a clever, tightly written script that isn't just great for Doctor Who, it's great for any television show. It shows people the ambitious, inventive storytelling the show is capable of. With the introduction of the Weeping Angels, one of the most promising new monsters in a good long time, this might be just what it takes to suck a non-fan into the world of Doctor Who. Don't turn your back, don't look away, and don't blink. Good luck. Number two, The Green Death. Got a friend who's a bit of a hippie? The Green Death is probably the perfect way to introduce them to Doctor Who. In fact, they'd probably like all of Pertwee's era, where environmental issues were really pushed to the forefront. Sure, the maggots are a bit crap, I'm sure there's few people arguing against that, but the entire episode has a surprisingly nuanced approach to the ethical issues here. Essentially, the plot boils down to the fact there's this oil refinery spewing toxic green sludge that seems to cause some rather unpleasant mutations. There's an inevitable confrontation between the greedy corporations and the idealistic environmentalists, and it plays out quite effectively in the story. And of course, there's the giant maggots. Never forget the giant maggots.
Number 1. The Eleventh Hour When Matt Smith's Eleventh Doctor kicked off the show in 2010, this felt like a great place for people to jump on the series, and lots of people did. If they're not the type to go to the old black and white episodes or Pertwee messing around in a cape, you might be well served to just go straight for Smith. As said, it's a very easy place to jump on, and if they get hooked, they can easily go back to watch Eccleston and Tennant, though I personally would say, watch Eccleston first, it makes the most sense. As far as regeneration episodes go, this one is a gem. Smith is immediately winning as a new Doctor, who's a bit wacky and odd, but in a comforting, familiar way. Sure, the whole Prisoner Zero plotline tends to feel more like filler, but that's not the point of the episode. Smith has about an hour to make us believe once and for all that he is the Doctor, and with the fantastic Amy Pond at his side, he does that and more. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 